The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon, Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off of your order and free shipping. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is January 26th, currently 1033 on the East Coast. 10-game schedule in the NBA tonight, and we'll touch on a few more things and things that we saw from around the league over the past couple nights here. And joining me, as usual, to break everything down and pick some more winners for you guys, my esteemed co-host and colleague, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how you feeling this uh, Wednesday evening, brother? Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. And I'm just here to tell you that everything I said about the Wizards is absolutely true. Absolutely true. Everything I said about the Wizards was absolutely true. I should have never had it in doubt. Man, they're, they're, they're going under that win total. I don't care. I think they got like 10 games to win left. And I, oh man, th- that was the, that was absolutely insane. Absolutely. 35 point lead evaporated. Absolutely insane by the Wizards. The Wizards are going to Wizard. And that was the definite, absolute biggest way to Wizard. Second largest deficit in NBA history. Craziness. Yeah, so for those of you that missed it yesterday and and, uh, were living under a cave, the uh, Washington Wizards and the LA Clippers matched up last night in uh, the nation's capital. And uh, I'll start with this. The Wizards at halftime, and I'll dig into a little more, were up 66 to 36 at the half 66 36 they got out and then in the third quarter they got out to a 35 point lead and at that point you're like okay this is in the bag but uh lo and behold the la clippers out of nowhere just get on fire from the field they scored 40 points in the third quarter 40 points in the fourth quarter outscore the washington wizards in the second half 80 the 49 to complete a 35-point collapse by the Washington Wizards. And just like Terrell alluded to, Terrell, you said the second biggest deficit in NBA history? Yep. Yep, second biggest deficit in NBA history. And I don't know if you guys caught the end of it, but Luke Kennard 
with a four-point play to uh, ice it for the Clippers and uh, complete the comeback. So, uh, God, mentally, where do you go from here if you're the Washington Wizards, Terrell? Uh, 35-point lead, man. I mean, that's that's something. You, it, it, you just lace them up. Like, you, you go back to the locker room and you just – Try to you try to turn put it behind you like that's what yeah. you're gonna try to do. They have a couple of days rest here until their next game. That's a and big you thing. try to put it behind you, but that that was a terrible home stretch that they had. Yeah, they are now lost. They lost off. No, not four. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they lost four. They four. Yeah, they lost four. They lost four of the last five. Yep, and they were that was they had seven games at home. Is that right? One, uh, two, three, four, four six, five, six, eight, seven. Eight. Damn. That was a long-ass home. I didn't even realize they were at home for that fucking long. It's long as hell to be at home. So now they're going on the road in a few days. And That's a tough it just doesn't it, it doesn't look good. You're going against Memphis. I mean, maybe they catch Memphis. You know Memphis don't really care about the Eastern Conference teams. But, yeah. man, that is, that is terrible. They are who They are who we said they are. They yeah. are who we said they are. That's that'll just be that. Yeah, very difficult schedule coming for, up for them. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, eight they had an eight game home stand. Now they go for three on the road. Uh, they don't play till Saturday to to kind of get that um, nasty taste out of their mouth. They'll go to Memphis, to Milwaukee, to Philly to wrap up a short three game a road trip. But then they come back home with three pretty tough games here versus Phoenix, versus Miami, and versus the Brooklyn Nets. In a game that they will have Kyrie Irving in because it's a road uh, road game for the Brooklyn Nets. But um, yeah, tough times ahead, and I think uh, <laughs> you may be you may be uh, itching closer and closer to uh, the hitting that under for the Washington Wizards uh, on their regular season uh, win total. But it's going to be interesting to see what kind of happens with this team as we tra- uh, approach the trade deadline, uh, Terrell, and um, for the Clippers. You know, I think they're starting to turn around here a little bit. I think this is a, a confidence boost for them. I mean, you know, they've been alternating between wins and losses, but they do have a game tonight against the Orlando Magic. We'll get to that uh, a little bit later on. Um, anything else from around the league last night or over the past couple of nights that you saw, Terrell, that uh, is worth mentioning? Mm, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. It's probably something that I'm just not thinking about. Joel Embiid again last night, man. I mean, another 42-point night, 42 points, 14 rebounds. He had to. Yeah, and they were down early. They were down at half. They were down at half. Yeah, they were losing at half to a Pelicans team that that were playing nobody. Let me check. They were playing nobody. And the crazy thing is is that the 76ers started off the season starting games really well. That was a little bit of time. They started off the season starting off games really well, but now they're terrible early in games. Like, here, the Pelicans, it was a, the Magic. They were down early. Yeah. And Joel Embiid had to do – honestly, this might be all a part of the plan. Moonoff, this might be a part of the plan. Because if they go down early in these games, Joel Embiid has to stay in the game. And if he stays in the game, we know he's going to put up these crazy scoring numbers. Yeah. And then – that's going to lead to an MVP. So maybe there's some there's some chess being played here because so that 
he right. always sits like that was that was why I didn't play Embiid props last year because they would always blow teams out and then he would sit and it's like oh damn but it might be something here they, they might be trying to play a little fast one on us so do you remember on Monday we were discussing MVP odds and we do you remember what number we said Joel Embiid was at no we said six to one on Monday oh we okay recorded. yeah now he's down to three to one. He's a co-favorite with Giannis uh, to win regular season MVP. Steph Curry has now dropped to plus three fifty. Uh, the Joker is at four to one, and then it drops down to John Moran at thirteen to one. So hmm. hopefully, some of you guys got on that six to one. Uh, you know, I think this was the race last year. Um, it was really between Joker and uh, Nikola Jokic last year, and before you know, Joel Embiid had missed some time about two to four weeks here with a knee injury. Uh, he was the, I think it was almost at the, around the same time that Embiid was the favorite uh, to win MVP. So uh, we'll keep an eye out for that uh, for that betting market and, and the awards market as we kind of progress through the season and approach the trade deadline. Um, I need to get something off of my chest. Last night I had the over in the Denver and the um, Detroit Pistons game. The number was 216 and a half. They scored 66 in the first, 62 in the second, and 54 in the third quarter. And they needed 34 points in the fourth quarter to get me over this number. Take a wild guess on how many they scored in that fourth quarter. Uh, you need 34. I'm going to assume it was like 33, 32. Yeah. They scored 33. They scored 33 points. Denver scored 13 <laughs> in the fourth quarter. You should have rolled with me. I, I took the first half, the first half over. So remember I, Denver? Yeah. Remember Denver, like, they had that stat. It was something crazy. They had some, some wild, crazy number stat of the first half over on the road. So I, I hopped yeah. on that one on. Yeah, I, I, I did have the first quarter over in that game. Uh, that, that one went over. They scored 66 in the uh, first quarter, but then I also took a full game. But – uh, Cade Cunningham had a great game last night for the Detroit Pistons. That, that was fun to watch. Yep. He was uh, 34 points, eight rebounds, eight assists. Um, but yeah, fun night of basketball as usual in the NBA uh, last night on Tuesday. More games than we're used to. Um, let's recap our picks from Monday, Terrell. Um, let's start with your picks. You had, oh, this was a heartbreaker for a lot. Uh, Bulls minus the two, but I know you also played the money line on this. Yeah, um, easy. for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, I'm not sure if a lot of you caught the ending of it, but Bulls uh, wire to wire almost. Yeah, they were up, and then the final minute, to the the Thunder came back, and a meaningless three by Mike Muscala when the Bulls were up by four. Hit the three at the end to get the cover, and the Bulls only won by one. But um, a lot of you probably played the money line like Terrell did, uh, but that was a heartbreaker. And then you had... It's the Bulls' uh, fault. They were up. They were up big. They in were that up game, big in that as game. I predicted. Yeah. As I predicted, they were up yeah. big. They were thrashing them, and they just let them come back. They let them hang around. It's the Bulls' fault. I'm not even mad because it's the Bulls' fault. There's no reason that that should have been even close. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, they got Zach Levine back in that game. Uh, Demar Derozan did rest in that game, but um, you know, nonetheless, they should have won. They, I mean, they should have covered the game. They did win the game, but they should have covered. And then you had a, the Jazz plus three hundred, but. This was with a uh, caveat that if Rudy Gobert was going to play, this was going to be a bigger bet for you or an actual play on the money line. But they did cover the spread in this game, Terrell. Uh, did the Utah Jazz. They could have won it. Yeah, they, they were up it. in that fourth quarter. Um, yeah, they could have won the game. But and yeah, 
the the Suns are a great fourth quarter team, Terrell. Yeah, they are. And I mean, it was a great read. Yeah. And exactly how I played out. I, th- I just knew it was too many. It was just way too many points. Mm-hmm. It was way too many points, even for a team without Rudy Gobert, because yeah. the Suns were also missing their rim protector and their big man and DeAndre Ayton. And yeah. so the Jazz had shot terribly the night before, mm-hmm. shot the ball a lot better. And so we'll see part two tonight. Yeah, they missed uh, seven free throws in that game. Did the Utah Jazz? They attempted seven more free throws as well, but. Uh, yeah, you're right. It was a really bad shooting night for Devin Booker as well. He had 33 points on 35 shots, three of 13 from three-point land. And Chris Paul just in that fourth quarter is I, – I don't know what else to say, man. This guy's just a magician. He, he He's the ultimate closer, um, just, just orchestrating in that fourth quarter into the game with 27 points and 14 assists. But Jazz did get the cover uh and also had a big opportunity to get the win outright but suns uh, took care of business in that fourth quarter and then uh for my picks i had the pelicans minus the three um they did their best to kind of give this cover away herb jones uh in that final minute uh gave up two three pointers where he shouldn't have uh he tried to steal the inbounds pass in that final minute didn't get it got the ball to one of the um Indiana Pacers players, he hit a three. And I think there's another play, like two plays after that, where he gave up another three as well. So, uh, but they hung on with some free throws at the end. They got the victory 117, 113. Uh, this was without Brandon Ingram, but uh, Devontae Graham did play in the game. He finished the game with 25 points. Uh, Josh Hart also contributed with a double double, 25 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, Garrett Temple was had also contributed 14 points. And then they got um, two guys off their bench. And Jackson Hayes, who had 14 points, and then Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 14 points for the Pelicans. So get the victory by the hook there. And then I took the uh, New York Knicks um, against the spread and on the money line. Cover the game. Uh, I think they were like a seven-and-a-half-point uh, underdog in this game. Had the opportunity to win this game outright, but they fall short by two points, 95-93 victory for the Cleveland Cavaliers. So – um, I think one thing I do need to clarify here, Terrell, is that I place a full unit when we when we give out our dogs. I place a full unit on the spread and then half a unit on the money line. Is that kind of how you play it as well? Yeah, just about. Um, okay, just to depends how profit. I feel. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, just to guarantee some profit, but it depends how I feel. Okay, on the game, like Utah wasn't really a big bet at all, but when I get a Jazz double digits um, favorite. When I get a Jazz double digit favorite, then yeah, I absolutely, I might go bigger because I just feel more confident. I honestly do. And I want to lock in some serious profit if I hit on that. So I'm more confident in doing that. And it works for me, but it depends on you. It depends on your unit size, how much you're willing to lose, how much you're willing to gain. But sometimes I'll do half a unit. Other times I'll feel, you know, more frisky and I'll just do a full unit. Yeah, 100%. is. Yeah, I do uh, one full unit on the spread on the dogs and then half a unit on the money line just to make sure. Because over the last two nights or last couple nights, my dog has covered the spread, but they didn't win outright. So at least I did guarantee myself some profits to throw. Just kind of clarify for our listeners and and, and the people in our Slack channel on kind of how we're playing our picks. But um, yeah, it's been a pretty good month for us so far, 100%. Anything else uh, you want to get touch on or get to before we move on to the Wednesday night schedule here, Terrell? No, no, let's get into it. All right, let's take one quick break here, guys. We'll come back and we will get into the Wednesday night schedule in the NBA. 
Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet is now beginning pre-registration for the state of Louisiana. Place a $10 bet and regardless of the outcome, you'll receive $250 in free bets when WinBet goes live in Louisiana. All other new customers have a chance to get $200 in free bets with the same $10 bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family's jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer for you. It's 20% off your entire order and free worldwide shipping with promo code SGP at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Guys, make sure to get Manscaped, the, the, the precision package, the lawnmower 4.0. Guys, Valentine's Day is coming up, whether you got impressed the lady, uh, obviously either your wife, your girlfriend, or a special lady friend. Look, nobody likes being in the rough, right? It's it's a golf term. Nobody likes being in the rough. We like being in the fairway. It's smooth. It's clean. So make sure to head over to manscaped.com. Check out the performance package and get 20% off of your entire order. 20% off and just make sure to use that promo code SGP. You'll get 20% off. You'll get free worldwide shipping. And Manscaped is where it's at right now, guys. We got to take care of ourselves as well. Um, so make sure Valentine's Day is coming up or you have that special date coming up. You're getting close to that third date threshold. You guys know what I'm talking about. So you want to be make sure you're, you're, you're clean and you're ready to go. So make sure to head over, head over to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP. All right, coming off of the break, a 10-game uh, schedule here in the NBA on Wednesday night. So let's dive right into these games. The first game on the board here tonight is the L.A. Clippers who completed the 35-point comeback victory last night against the Washington Wizards. Head now down to Florida to take on the Orlando Magic, where I'm currently seeing this game around uh, pick'em or minus one for the Orlando Magic. Uh, This total opened up at 210.5. It's up to 212.5. Starting to see some 213s. Uh, let's check the injury report for both of these squads. Let me pull up the latest one here. Uh, not yet one submitted for the Clippers, just because they did play last night. And for the Orlando Magic, um, Mo Bamba is the only questionable tag for them. Also, RJ Hampton is out. Um, and then the usual suspects who have been out uh, for most of the season for the Orlando Magic. So let's start with the side here, Terrell. Uh, let's call it... Um, Let's call it minus one right now. That's what I'm seeing consensus for the Orlando Magic. What are you thinking here? So this line has been flip-flopping. Yeah. It's been I've seen as much as one and a half for the Clippers, one for the Magic. 
Okay. I'm just gonna let you know I'm gonna lock this game up. Okay. So I'm just gonna start with that. I'm locking this game up. Start Here's what I have to say. Teams coming teams after coming back from a thirty plus point deficit okay. in their next game. Mm-hmm. Two thousand nine, the Kings. Yep. They lost that game one oh four to one seventeen. Now the following game you're talking about. Yes, the following game. Okay. 2019, the Raptors. The next game, they lost that game 115 to 120. They covered the five point five and a half spread. So they covered that spread on the hook, actually. Depending, you know, if it got bet up or whatever the situation was, they, they ed- it ended at five and a half and they covered it on the hook. So there you go. Okay. 2021 Celtics lost the next game 19, 119 to 129, and they did not cover the plus one spread. Okay. And now we have the 2022 L.A. Clippers, who in the last five games are giving up the third most points in the league. Fourth most points in the league. I'm sorry. Apologies. By point two points. Apologies. Fourth most points in the league. This is an absolute lock. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, was, this is the letdown spot of all letdown spots. Like, I mean the ultimate letdown spot. Because Orlando is a bad team. They have not won a lot of games. They are coming off a back-to-back. And I'm sure you're going to give us the Clippers back-to-back numbers um, when it's the rest of your turn. So, (laughs) this, the magic, I'm trying to tell you, are turning the Magic and the Pistons are two teams that I do not believe are really truly as bad as we think they are. They are okay. turning a quarter. The Pistons showed you it last night with K having 34 and they took the Denver Nuggets wire to wire uh, and, you know, struck and barely, you know, covered that game, could have had a win in that game. Yeah. But the Orlando Magic are a very good team. They are finally healthy for what seems like the first time all season. Jalen Suggs is back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Cole Anthony is out there playing. We don't know how long Cole Anthony is going to be till he gets hurt again, but Cole Anthony's out there for now. Mo Bamba is nicked up, but he's out there and he's running and he's playing. Wendell Carter is out there. Franz Wagner got the chance while everybody was out to come into his own. Now he's balling still when everybody comes back. Yeah. They still have Terrence Ross on the roster. We expect that he's going to be leaving sometime soon, but he's still on the roster. Gary Harris is still on the roster. Mm-hmm. This team looks really, really good. I'm trying to tell you. This Magic team, they look very, very good. So, with a depleted Clipper squad, who is without, been without their two best players, we have no idea if Marcus Morris is even going to play in this game. Yeah. I'm all over the Magic here, man. I think the Magic go in here and they get a sizable win. The Clippers have been starting games off late because this isn't their first of these antics. They came back from 25 points down just a a week or two ago against the Nuggets. Uh So this isn't the first of their antics. I don't think the Magic give up a lead. I think that they go in there, their young guys smell blood in the water. They seen that this team just came back, this team can be had. I think their young guys come out there and – the, the basket gets incredibly wide for the Magic tonight. 
It's not like the Clippers' defense is doing anything. I told you they're giving up the fourth most points in the NBA. Yeah. So, yes, give me the Clippers. Not the Clippers, the Magic. Give me the Magic. Okay. It's probably a Wendell Carter game. I could see Wendell Carter getting getting a lot of looks on the inside. Mm-hmm. But I just don't I don't know how at for any instance that the Clippers were favored. And I don't know how you back the Clippers after they just came back from down 35 points. I have no idea how you back them. By the yeah. way, Clippers are 25th in the in the NBA in opponents points in the paint. So I like Wendell Carter to go off. I think that Jalen Suggs is is going to slash and get to the basket. Mm-hmm. I'm all over the Magic. Yeah, I was looking at this line uh, last night after this game was over, and uh, I kind of had the same thought process as you did. Not as in-depth that you just went, but uh, yeah, I thought this would be a fade spot for the LA Clippers, and they didn't have Marcus Morris last night because he was out for personal reasons. does say tonight that uh, he is estimated to return tonight, but something to keep an eye out for sure. But, yeah, um, so to the ATS trends you were talking about for the uh, L.A. Clippers on back-to-back situations this season, they're 2-5 and five against the spread, um, and they're 3-4 and four, or three and four to the over. But uh, I'll kind of go back and look and see what, how many points they've given up on back-to-back situations here. But at least for the spread, they are 2-5 and five, uh, so far this season. And for the things that you mentioned here, that this is a good you know, a spot, situational spot, for isn't it like the, one in isn't it like one in six straight up for the Clippers? Yeah, I feel like it's backs. like one in six because I think it's I think they were zero in six at one point, and then when I faded them is when they finally won. Let me see here real quick. Um, here we go. So they're you know, actually two and uh, two and five. They won against the Atlanta Hawks on uh, January 9th on a back-to-back, and then they also beat the Brooklyn Nets on a back-to-back. Oh yeah, um, that was that was it. It was yeah, the, yeah. I remember. Okay, two I remember five. that. But um, regardless, yeah, I think Ooh. I like the spot here along with the uh, sorry, along with you for the Orlando Magic here. Um, <clears throat> I know, depending on who's going to be out or who is going to be in this game, you you honestly have to think that. They're probably still feeling themselves a little bit after uh, coming back and winning that 35-point game. Oh, sorry, 35-point uh, deficit. It's a very quick turnaround, right? You, you, you're celebrating in the locker room. You meet with media. Now you got to get on the bus, on the plane, fly down to Orlando. You're probably still celebrating. Uh, and now you got a game all of a sudden against the Orlando Magic. So, yeah, I'll back you here with the Orlando Magic uh, against the uh, L.A. Clippers here tonight. Uh, thoughts on the total here, uh, Terrell? Uh, opened up at 210.5, and, and now it's, I see 213s popping up. I think you probably alluded to saying that uh, Orlando Magic might be a play on a total here if you do like it. Yeah, I do. I do like Orlando Magic's team total. If I had to play a total in this game, it probably would be Orlando's team total. I just think that Orlando is right now playing like the better team. I yeah. really do. I think Orlando is playing like the better team right now. And so this Clippers team is just a, a ragtag bunch of role players. <laughs> and you don't know what output you're going to get from them night in or night out. This was their Super Bowl yeah. coming back and winning this game. This is the letdown spot. It's textbook. 
textbook. Yeah, I I, I love this minus one for the uh, for the Magic. We're definitely shop around. Like Terrell said, this line's been flip flopping from minus one for the Clippers to minus one and a half to the Magic. So uh, you might find a book where you know e- either team is an underdog in this game. Anything else get, uh, for this game, Terrell? Before we move on. No, I'm good. All right, let's get over to the next game here. We have the Milwaukee Bucks headed to Cleveland to take on the Cavs, where the Milwaukee Bucks are a four-point road favorite here. Currently seeing a total of 217.5. Let's check the injury report for both of these teams. For the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, Lauren Markkinen continues to be out with a right ankle sprain. Um, and then Jared Allen is questionable tonight with an illness, non-COVID related. For the Milwaukee Bucks, Grayson Allen is out tonight with the league suspension, uh, league suspension after the flagrant two he had on uh, AC the other night, which resulted in a fractured wrist. That's going to keep AC out. Uh, Giannis is soft. Pro- yeah, yeah, Giannis is probable. So fucking soft tonight uh with right knee soreness but he should be a go but everybody else is a go for the milwaukee bucks uh let's start with the side here terrell this game opened up minus four and a half for the bucks now it's down to minus four uh what are you thinking for the side here so we have birthdays today moon off oh yes here we go we've been missing this we for a little two, bit. we have two birthdays today okay both birthdays are in this game Okay. Both birthdays are on the same team. Ooh, just getting juicy. It is Isaac O'Curls and Darius Garland's birthday today. Okay. Say no more. That's crazy. That for one, that is that is just crazy that both is both of their birthdays. The Cavs gotta win this game, don't yeah. they? <laughs> They gotta they gotta come out and win this game, don't they? It yep. just it feels like it would be right, but uh, let me mention this quickly. I think uh, they. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, should I mention this at the top? Uh, this is the third matchup between these two teams uh, this season. Uh, they matched up earlier this year back on. I just had it in front of me, but. Um, let, let me get the exact box score, but they, they this is a second, a third matchup, and both of the squads have a split, uh, split at one one. So each has each has a win in this series. Yeah. So. Hmm. Chinzo being back in the lineup is really kind of swaying me to the Bucks because he is going to provide some desperately need scoring to that Milwaukee squad. However, the Cavs are sneakily pretty decent at covering the three. That's where he gets busy and he does a lot of a lot of his work. Yeah. Um so it's giving me cause for concern there. I do like the birthdays angle. I really do. <laughs> and I do think the Cavs, this is a game. So this is a game the Cavs really do want to go and compete in. Like we were saying, the Cavs are still in it for not only the division, but the Eastern Conference as well. Right. So they're a half game back of Milwaukee right now. Yes, a half game back of Milwaukee right now. 
and they're one and a half back for wow that's crazy i forgot that one through six are separated by two games but they're one and a half back for the first seed and look at just look like oh no i'll save it i'll save it that's how i get us off track i'll save it i'll save it till we talk about their game but what i'm saying here is and what happened last time and i don't want to get burned by it but i'm gonna do it again i say the Cavs get up for this game they really really need to get up for this game they need to make a statement that we are not just here like we're not just some fun team that's playing well we can compete with the really good teams full strength we can compete with those teams Right. And I think they're going to come in here and try to compete. I think they're going to come in here and they're going to try to dominate inside and throw Bobby Portis and throw uh, Giannis off their game by putting some pressure on them on the inside and scoring a basketball. Met- Milwaukee still gives up a lot of threes. They still do give up a lot of threes. So I think that there is a chance that Darius Garland does go off for his birthday and has a really good three-point shooting day. So the bench for Milwaukee concerns me. It has concerned me. It always will concern me until they make a move for somebody like a Terrence Ross. Mm-hmm. I just don't think there's a whole bunch of depth down there in that bench area. Whereas the Cavs got some pretty good, some pretty nice pieces coming off the bench. So, I'm going to ride with the Cavs plus four. Of course, I'm playing Cavs first half. That's going to happen. That's yeah. not changing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to play the Cavs first half. However, this team just finds ways to put games together. They find ways to put really, really good games together. And so with Rondo leading that offense when Darius Gardner comes off the floor and Kevin Love coming off the bench, helping with the scoring load, I think that's enough. So I'll I'll take and then Jared Allen and yeah, I'll take so I'll back the, the Cavs here plus the four. I'm not too certain on the money line just yet, because I could see this being a late last second shot for the Bucks to win the game or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think the Cavs compete in this game. They try to make this one a close one. So give me the Cavs plus four. Yeah, these two teams are obviously we know Cavs are number one in the first half against the spread at home, 16 and 7, 16 and 9 on the road. Bucks are number three in the entire league uh, in the first half spread, 30 and 19, 16 and 9 at home, 14 and 10 on the road. Um, so I'm interested to see where this first half line kind of is. I'll, I'll, I'll get that here in a second. But um, I think Jared Allen is a big question mark for me here if he's going to be able to play tonight or not. Um, because I want both of those guys in there uh, to play against this front court of the Milwaukee Bucks. And, you know, they got Drew Holiday back. I think that he should be able to try to contain one of Isaac Coro or uh, Darius Garland. But I think you mentioned that I think the, the key tonight is going to be the bench production for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And if they're able to contribute and help the starters out, I think that's going to be the key. Uh, like you mentioned, Kevin Love coming off of the bench for for the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, and they also have some other nice pieces that, as far as guard play that kind of comes out. Edie Osman. Markinen is out for this game, but um, this is going to be a fun one. I, I'll lean with the Cavs here as well. 
Um, I think tonight might be a night where you want to take a look at Darius Garland's uh, points and assists because he is on a streak of five straight games where he's been in double-digit assist. Uh, six out of the last, sorry, seven out of the last eight games, he's been in double-digit assist. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at that as well here tonight as a player prop for Darius Garland. We'll probably discuss this more on the prop guys today with Scott, but um, yeah, I'll lean with the Cavs here, plus the four as well. Uh, thoughts on the total here, Terrell, to just open up at 217 and a half. Um, seeing some marks at 218 and 218 and a halves, but I really don't have an opinion on the total here. Anything from you? Yeah, give me... Hmm. I think I like the under. Okay. I think I like the under. Yeah, let me get the just, don't don't ask me why. Just give me a, a gut feeling. I just gut feeling I can see a and you said to say what? Two currently um let's call it two eighteen. Yeah, see no, that's a little bit higher than I'd expect. I don't know. I feel like I see a one oh five, one oh two. Like a one oh five, one oh two, barely scratching the surface of a hundred points each team. Yeah, there was a final score uh, between these two teams here. Let me see. I am going to find this here. So back on December 18th, uh, Milwaukee won that game. Um, sorry, lost that game 119-90. to That's the game that Cleveland won. And then back on, let's see here, Cleveland, Cleveland. Uh, December 6th, they won the game, did Milwaukee 112-104. So, both of those games have gone under the total here between these two squads, um, at least so far this season. So tonight it's right around 218. Uh, let's move on to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Charlotte Hornets headed to Indiana to take on the Pacers, where currently the Charlotte Hornets opened up as a minus one and a half point favorite. Currently seeing it uh, still at minus one and a half for the Charlotte Hornets. Total opened up at 225 and a half, all the way up to 228. Let's check the injury report for both of these squads. For the Indiana Pacers, Malcolm Brogdon is out. Uh, Demonis Sabonis is out. Miles Turner is out. Um, For the Charlotte Hornets, not yet submitted because they did play yesterday against the uh, Toronto Raptors where they got absolutely uh, run out of the building. They lost that game 125, 113. Some significant minutes played by some that of game the starters. Was close, though. That game was close. They made it, it closer. Close for a lot of that game. Yeah, it was close for a lot of that game. That In game the second was close half, for a lot yeah. of that game. Uh, Siakam last night played 39 minutes. Uh, OG Ananobi, 36 minutes. Gary Trent Jr., 35 minutes. No Fred Van Fleet last night. And Scotty Barnes, I think they were both out with uh, injuries, but uh, definitely check this injury report as we get closer to game time. Uh, why sorry, are you, why are you reading off the Raptors? I don't know why I'm doing that. I just realized. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> rewind. Like, are you, I don't care. <laughs> uh, for the Charlotte Hornets, I'm sorry. Okay, rewind. All right, <laughs> for the Charlotte Hornets, uh, Cody Martin, 37 minutes. Miles Bridges, 31. Mason Plumley, 32, Lon, uh, LaMelo Ball, 32, and Terry Rozier, 29. So not a lot of minutes played last night for uh, the starters of the Hornets. Let's start with the side here, Terrell. Charlotte Hornets, minus one and a half in Indiana tonight. This is a lot. Give me the Hornets. Give me the Hornets. This is a lot. <laughs> this line, they're, and they're honestly scared because the Pacers have somehow, without this their starters playing, 
kept a lot of games slash won games. Yeah. This is a lock. This is an absolute lock. The Charlotte Hornets have been playing amazing defense over this stretch. They have completely changed the identity of the team. They are, they are getting after a defensive on the defensive side of the ball. They are forcing turnovers. They're scoring off of those turnovers. They have the better offense. They have the better supporting cast. I think they get and they throw the Pacers off of their game. The Pacers are – they're supposed to be tanking. They're supposed to be tanking. Rick Carlisle doesn't give a shit about defense. He just wants to try to score. <laughs> and I'm not sure that the Hornets let them. I don't think this game is close at all. Give me the Hornets minus two. This is a lock. Yeah, I'm kind of in agreement with you here. Um, despite the Charlotte Hornets being uh, two and six in back-to-back situations, I think it would be a different conversation if they had most of their starters out there for the Pacers. Um, but yeah, I'm leaning here with the Charlotte Hornets as well. I, I love their team total here tonight against this Indiana Pacers defense. I think there's going to be a lot of pace in this game. Um, so give me the Charlotte Hornets minus one and a half as well. Uh, they're six and two to the over in back-to-back situations are the Charlotte Hornets. I think they'll put up points here tonight, uh, against this Pacers squad. Uh, let me see. Oh, I don't think it's relevant that the, if these two teams have matched up because most of the starters are, like I said, for the Pacers are out uh, of this game. Um, but let me see how many points this Indiana squad has been given up without these guys. So they gave up one thir- one, yeah, 113 to the Pelicans uh, on Monday. They gave up 113 to the Suns, one, whoa, 117 to the Warriors. So they're giving up the points. Um let me see if I can find that number here right now. Yeah, it's at 114.5 for the uh, Charlotte Hornets. I'll probably take the over on that for sure. Uh, yeah, this number is on the move. I was trying to see some minus two pop up. So, yeah, I'll take the uh, Hornets minus one and a half as well. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell, before we move on? Let's, Let's play LaMelo's triple-double tonight. I don't see it here yet. It's probably because they're not they don't have an injury report, so player they don't know yeah. who's playing yet. They haven't put lines out. I'm feeling a Lamelo triple double tonight. I don't know why. I'm just feeling it. Oh, but, okay. So okay. yeah, I'm sorry. So this is already the fourth game uh of the season. I'm guessing yeah, they are in the same division. So um Lamelo is averaging twenty-eight points, ten point seven rebounds, and eight assists against the Indiana Pacers. Let me see if I can quickly find it in depth here. So back on December 29th, um, the Charlotte Hornets got the victory, 116-108. LaMelo ball in that game, 21 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists, fell once assist short of a triple-double. Back on November 19th, the Hornets got the victory, 121-118. LaMelo ball, 32 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. Fell two assists short. And then the home opener um, against the Pacers, they won 123-122. LaMelo Ball, 31 points, nine rebounds, and seven assists. So maybe he gets over the top here tonight, uh, Terrell, for his triple-double. So we'll keep You know, I didn't know any of that. You know, I didn't know any of that before I said that. I just had a feeling. There was just something in my soul telling me to play LaMelo's triple-double. I didn't. Now I'm really playing it, and I'm going to probably play it with the win and get some nice juice on it. Probably oh, yeah. throw it in a parlay with somebody else's trip who I think can have a triple double tonight. I don't know who that is, but we'll figure it out as we're going. Yeah, 100%. So let's move on to the next game here. We have the Sacramento Kings headed to the ATL to take on the Hawks. 
where the Atlanta Hawks opened up as a seven and a half point home favorite. Currently, this number is all the way up to minus nine and a half. Total opened up at 233 and a half, trickled down to 231 and a half. Um, some books still have this at 233. But um, let's check the injury report for the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks are currently, let's see, Bogdan Bogdanovich is probable tonight with right knee soreness. Sharif Cooper is available. DeAndre Hunter is questionable with lower back discomfort. Jalen Johnson is available. And TLC is questionable, non-COVID-related illness. For the Sacramento Kings, they did play last night against the Boston Celtics where they got absolutely embarrassed. Uh, 128-75. De'Aaron Fox did not play in that game for the Sacramento Kings. I want to see if he – I'm guessing he did make the road trip because um, if he was ruled out for that game, then I'm not sure, yeah, he made that road trip. But this was a very ugly game last night for the Sacramento Kings. The starters last night had a total of, let's see, 19 – 33 points by the starters. They only had one player in double figures last night, which was Buddy Heald. He was 4 of 14 from the field, 3 of 9 from three-point land. They shot 30.5% from the field, 6 of 33 from three-point land. Just an ugly game for them. But let's start with the side here, Terrell. Hawks minus 9.5 here tonight against the Sacramento Kings. This line is large. If and you've been backing does the, not play. Uh, you've been backing the Yeah, oh no, no. So the Hawks are gonna win the Hawks are gonna win the game. 100 okay. percent So that's that's gonna happen. The Hawks are gonna win the game. It's just by how much. I have a theory, and this is why I'm gonna tell you I'm backing the Kings, because I have a theory. Okay. So the Hawks next game is a game against the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Well, there's multiple so there's multiple angles I'm going with this. Just bear with me because my thoughts are everywhere. I'm gonna start with the side and then I'm gonna go into my player prop. Okay. So the Hawks have a game against the Celtics coming up next. The Celtics just beat the Kings by 50. I know, and I just know, because the books love the Celtics. Absolutely love the Celtics. That if the Hawks come out here and this is a close somewhat or lose this game, which this very much well could be, because if you lose by 50, you're definitely going to make sure that you're competitive the next damn night. I don't care what this. These are NBA players. They're competitive as hell. If you lose by 50, you're going to try to make sure you competitive the next damn night. So. I can see. The Kings covering the spread, whether they went out right or not, them covering the spread. The Hawks going into that game, and they're super generous on the line. Super duper generous on the line to the Celtics. Whether they make them a huge favorite or whether if they're a favorite, they really shouldn't be a favorite at all against the Hawks, to be honest. So if they're a favorite at ooh, if they're a favorite. And that is going to be the opportunity to smash the Hawks because I told you prior to the run that they were about to go on a run. And I for, and I forecast that this team would be 500 or above by the time the All-Star break comes. So I don't know what De'Aaron Fox is doing tonight. If he plays, then that makes me feel even more feel even better. 
And if DeAndre Hunter doesn't play, it makes me feel even better. I still believe the Hawks are going to win this game. Okay. I do. I just think that the Kings cover, and they make it close. Going into my prop, do you know what today is? Today is Mamba's uh, two-year anniversary since he passed away. Yes, it is. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant and Gian. Him and Gigi. Yes. So, Trey Young was one of Gigi's favorite players. Trey Young's going to go off in this game. I am playing Trey Young points prop as high as I can take it. Whatever I can alt it and take it all the way up to, I'm playing it as high as I can take it. He has been on a tear. He has been on a mission. He has been making sure that he does not get scrubbed out of this all-star game. He is trying to make sure he doesn't get scrubbed out of an all-pro. Trey Young is completely on a mission to get this team back above 500 and back into the playoff hunt. So I'm taking Trey Young's points prop all the way up as, much, as high as I can take it. There is nobody to slow this man down. And even, even their best defender, they'll get a switch. So even if Davion Mitchell comes out there, they will get a switch. Yeah. So I don't see – I think that the Kings play team basketball – bounce back from a disgusting loss and make this close. Maybe have the lead for a while, but Trey Young ultimately does what Trey Young does. He plays on the MVP caliber that he we know he can play on. Yep. And he brings him into a win. So that's my forecast for the game. Yeah, I agree with everything about you said about Trey Young and and lat or yesterday when I was looking at player props, I, you know, stumbled upon, you know, Sacramento's defense against a point guard position, and they're allowing a lot of points uh, to that point guard position over the last seven days here. Uh, twenty or Close to 28 points per game. Even the assists are a little bit high. They're giving up 3.3 shots made. Try to say that five times uh, per game. So let's take a look at Trey Young's player props here quickly, if we can find them. Trey Young right now, points, rebounds, and assists at 42.5. Uh, for his points here tonight, he is, let's see, 29 and a half at minus 105 on some of these books. And for his three-point shots, let's see here, uh, Trey Young, three and a half at plus 140. So, yeah, I think that um, there's a definitely matchup advantage for Trey Young here tonight against his backcourt of the Sacramento Kings, who do not play much defense. I mean, if you kind of take a look at the metrics over the past couple games here, or at least over the last five games for the Sacramento Kings, uh, defensively, they are not great. Defensive rating, they are dead last in the NBA, 123.2. And Atlanta, like you said, they're going to make that run. So over the last five games, 119.8 uh, in offensive rating, all the way up to number two. So which really makes me like Trey Young here tonight as well, and as well as the team total here tonight. For the uh, Atlanta Hawks, if DeAndre Andrews not able to go, that's okay. Bogdan Bogdanovich is probable. Danilo Gallinari is back. Um, I know that Atlanta Hawks team total is at 120.5 is really high, but I think that they could get over this number here tonight, taking on the Sacramento defense. Where last night they gave up 128 to the Boston Celtics. So um, I'm actually leaning with the Hawks here tonight. 
uh, minus the nine. Um, and they have the rest advantage as well. Back to back for situations this season so far for the Sacramento Kings. They are, uh, let's see, four and five against the spread. Not much there. Seven and two to the under. Um, kind of want to go back and look at what they've given up to their opponents uh, in those back to back games. But I'm leaning with the Hawks here. And I agree 100% about this Trey, uh, Trey Young player props that you're talking about here tonight, Terrell. Uh, anything else for this game before we move on to the next one? I think it's going to be a lot of points scored. I think it's going to be a lot of points scored. Total is, let me see, opened up at 233.5. It's trickled down to 231.5, but I won't be surprised if this comes back up later on throughout the day. But definitely, I like the Atlanta Hawks team total here tonight. I think it'd probably be a sweat, but even if it comes close to that total, that means a lot of points were scored. So not necessarily saying that I'm playing a total this total. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to throw some money at player prop parlay for this game with a whole bunch of points. Trey Young. If DeAndre Hunter is out, I'm going to love doing that, but Trey Young, Harrison Barnes, De'Aaron Fox if he plays. I got to see the who actually comes out and plays this game before I decide what to do, but I'm going to throw a lot of money at some props in this game. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I don't think Sacramento is going to back down. They scored 75 points yesterday. Like you can't, yeah. you have to bounce back from that. You have to. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, you're expecting to see a lot of points in this game. It makes sense. And again, when you're having a really bad defense, uh, 30th in the league, dead last are the uh, Sacramento Kings. Atlanta. They're not that great themselves with the last five games and defensively they're at number 19. So both well below or one well below average team in the Sacramento Kings defensively and uh, also below average the Atlanta Hawks. So um, I think we'll see a lot of three point shots in this game. Maybe you can put together a uh, three, three, three parlay for this game for those three point shots. Uh, Let's get over to the next game here. Terrell, we have the. Where'd it go? New York Knicks headed to Miami South Beach. To take on the Heat, this game opened up minus six for the Miami Heat, uh, currently still at minus six. Uh, total opened up at 201s. Starting to see some 202s and a half and uh, 203s pop up on some of these books. Let's check the injury report for both of these teams. Uh, for the New York Knicks, um, Nerlens Noel is questionable. Mitchell Robinson, questionable. For the Miami Heat, uh, Tyler Hero is probable as he returns from health and safety protocols. Kyle Lowry is still out for personal reasons, um, but everybody else's go. Jimmy Butler will be playing. Bam Adebayo has returned as well. Start with the side here, Terrell, minus six for the Miami Heat hosting the New York Knicks. Don't look now, but Miami Heat are the number one seed in the East. Quietly. As? Ah, man, I hope they hold it, hold it down because I definitely threw some money in the sharp off on them being the first seed to end the season yeah however the issue with miami is i do not like miami as favorites i don't like miami as favorites they have a very close to 500 record as favorites however they're dominating teams as underdogs Mm -hmm. everything tells me to take miami in this spot the knicks give up the three ball the Knicks are playing better defense, so I think the Knicks are third in points per game over these past few games. Miami is fifth. 
Miami shoots the three ball really well. It just feels like, you know, you think that Miami should have this on lock. They should just come in there and run away with this game. I don't think so. I don't think they do. I think this is a spot that the Knicks get up. They have been playing decent basketball, if that. But as of recently, when the Knicks have lost, they have lost pretty close. Yeah, they got a 10-point loss to the Hornets, but that was the game was pretty close for the majority of it. I, I'm going to take the Knicks in the points here. Mm, okay. I think this is a spot. I think this is a spot that they can get up for the game. If they just catch fire from shooting, then it's going to be that's just going to be something a lot, something else to add. But ultimately, and I said this when they got Cam Reddish, that I think the Knicks have a lot of options. I think they have a lot of options of where they can go with the basketball, and that can throw a team like Miami off trying to cover all of those options. And so when you have guys coming off the bench like a Quentin Grimes, like a Alex Burks that can score, Obi Toppin that can score, Isaiah Quickly, we know what he can do. And then you still have to wait until they work Cam Reddish into his lineup. Yeah. Until he's healthy and fully off of that ankle. I'm pretty sure it was an ankle. Evan Fournier has to count his days. That's one. Evan Fournier has to count his days. <laughs> he's he's coming out of that lineup soon. It is going to be very soon he comes out of that lineup. Or he may get traded at the trade deadline. Yeah. And you got Kemba, who's familiar with Miami. And Miami's good. Miami's the one seed. You know I've been all over Miami. They're one of my favorite teams coming into this season. This just kind of feels too easy. Like, why would you bet on the Knicks here? Who's betting on the Knicks? Well, I am, but who in their right mind is betting on the Knicks? Everybody is probably on Miami thinking Miami runs away with this one. This is probably a popular parlay piece, Miami money line. I think the Knicks are in this game. I think they are. I don't like Miami as favorites. I really don't. So give me the Knicks plus the six. Yeah, the thing that concerns me right now, 80% of the public money is on Miami for this game. This number just ticked down to five and a half for the Miami Heat. Um, You're right. This does seem a little too easy for the Miami Heat. Um, And, you know, New York Knicks, like you mentioned, they've been respectable on the road so far this season. Uh, I mean, nothing glamorous, but they are above 500, barely 12 and 10 against spread on the road. Uh, Six and three as road favorites, but they are an underdog spot What they are six and six. Miami at home as home favorites, nine and eight. Nothing uh, too great there. Um, 13 and eight overall at home are the Miami Heat. Uh, the thing that the, the part that does concern me for the Knicks is that they may be a little thin inside without Mitchell Robinson and Nerlens Noel. And that just leaves Julius Randle trying to contain. Bam out of bio for the um, New York Knicks. And, you know, for the Miami Heat, 
not having Kyle Lowry obviously is big. Um, I will lean with the with this number coming down, which tells me that nobody's. I guess some of the sharp money, quote unquote, this early in the morning is coming in on the Miami Heat. Um, and so, yeah, it just went down to five and a half. So I'll side with the New York Knicks as well in this game. I don't love it. I'll probably stay away from this completely. If I had a pass, this would probably be the one game I'm staying away from. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't have much else for this game. Anything else for this uh, total here, Terrell? 202 and a half. I think this might be like in. 95 99 type of game i think i'm leaning yeah i think it definitely can be a scrappy under game both teams get after defensively yeah can we see the somebody is going to somebody is going to kill this miami heat team damn i don't know who it is but somebody on Knicks is going to kill this miami heat team and that's what's going to keep them in game i really feel i really do feel i don't think this just seems too easy miami minus six that just feels like that that's not that's so chalky. Like that is so. That's probably the chalkiest play on this on this slate. Miami yeah. minus six. That's even chalkier than Atlanta minus nine. Because at least that's a large number, and yeah. you're you're questioning, would you really lay nine points with Atlanta? But Miami minus six against the Knicks, who are at the bottom of the playoff standings, and Miami's the one seed. That just feels super chalky, and it just feels like the contrarian play is going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks won this game outright. Mm, okay. Maybe I was a day too early on picking the Knicks outright, but uh, maybe me. Yeah, I'm passing this game for sure, but it might be an IQ game here tonight. Who knows? I mean, depending on how many minutes he's getting, I don't think it's going to be Julius Randle. It's probably going to have to be one of these uh, guards or forwards for this team. Um, RJ Barrett and then game. This maybe? is the first game of the season, isn't it? Between these two squads. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, I'm just thinking about last season, and those games were scrappy. Those games they played last year were scrappy, and the Knicks gave away a win or two in those that I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Let me see if I can find the games from last season because I'm really confused about this game. All right, let me see here. Um, So these two teams last season, this is last season, guys, we're talking about February 7th and February 9th. They played in back-to-back situations. New York Knicks lost both of those games, 109-103 and 98-96. So based off of the number this season, obviously it's going to be different. They covered the plus six, and then the second game they covered the plus six as well. Um, So I think we're expecting more of that 98-96 type of game here tonight. Let me see the last game. Oh, yeah, March 29th last season. 98-88. Yeah, 98-88. So even though this is a low total, it seems like this is going to get under the total here of – the 203 right now. So I will for sure play the under in this game. And again, over the last five games, both of these squads are pretty much dead last in pace. Miami and heat are both tied at number 28 for pace. Uh, only team that's worse or uh, slower. I should say is the Utah jazz at number 30 who have been without uh, Donovan Mitchell for the past several games. Uh, and that but- 88 points, nobody was, Oh, like I'm just looking at the box score again. I remember this game. I remember this game because I was pissed because nobody was doing shit, especially RJ. I was pissed at RJ. But, yeah. Oh, this might be my dog for the day. Randall Let's keep was, going. This might be my dog for the day. I mean, Randall was pretty he, good. He wasn't even – he was all right. But it's not even – it's not even Julius, like Julius Randall. But my thing is 
the Knicks just have so much respectable scorers now. Like I can respect yeah. Kimba. I can respect, you know, well, Alisburg's always been there, but and we know what Quick can do. Yeah. But if Cam Red, I don't even know what Cam Red's status is for this game. But if he gets minutes, he's not on the injury report. Yeah, he might not. He just might not be in a rotation right now. Which I would. It sounds like a Tibbs thing, you know. Tibbs has a when he has a set rotation, that's what it is. So he's probably just not in rotation right now, getting practice, and they'll probably work him in another time. But yeah, I, I still got Kim Walker, who I think is score. RJ Barrett's taking his game to another level. Obi Toppin is actually getting minutes now. Mm-hmm. Quentin Grimes is a is a great add and somebody that can hit the three especially when we gonna need it we're gonna need some three-point shooting in this game i expect him to get some minutes and they really really like what they have in grimes man yeah okay let's move on all right let's move on to the next game we have the uh memphis grizzlies headed to san antonio to take on the spurs where the spurs opened up as a three point sorry the uh memphis grizzlies opened up as a three-point road favorite Currently, this number is up to minus four and a half for the Memphis Grizzlies. Total opened up at 227.5. Starting to see some 228.5, prop pop up. Let's check the injury report. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs did play last night against the Houston Rockets. Uh, they won that game 134 104. Mm-hmm. I'll pull up that box score and see how many minutes the, the starters played. But for the Memphis Grizzlies, Kyle Anderson is out as he's in health and safety protocols. Desmond Bain is questionable. Uh, health and safety protocols. We know about Dylan Brooks that's going to be out with a left ankle sprain. Redden Clark is also questionable with back soreness, and Tyus Jones is also in health and safety protocols for the Memphis Grizzlies. Going back to last night for the um, San Antonio Spurs, like I said, they got the 30-point victory over the Rockets last night. No starters played more than 27 minutes. DeJounte Murray, 24. Derek White, 23. Jakob Hurdle, 21. Doug McBuckets, 25. And Kelvin Johnson, 27. So, um, and then let me check the back-to-back ATS numbers before I kick it to you, Terrell, for San Antonio. They are 5-4 and four against the spread um, on back-to-back situations and 6-3 and three to the under in back-to-back situations. Um, so, Terrell, let's start with the side here. Uh, minus four, uh, four and a half for the Memphis Grizzlies. This is easy for me. Spurs last seven games, lost to the Cavs, or went against the Clippers, lost to the Suns, went against the Thunder, lost to the Nets, lost to the 76ers, or went against the Rockets. They only beat bad teams. That's it. Yeah. That's all they do. They beat bad teams. They beat bad teams. I can keep going. I can keep going. Would you like me to keep going? I'll keep going. I lost to the Rockets. I went get, I lost to the Knicks. I lost to the Nets. I lost to the 76ers. I went against Celtics. I lost against the Raptors. I lost against Pistons for the month of January. They and sometimes they lose to those bad teams. I'm all over it. Memphis here. We know they get up for the Western Conference. They just like being on that side of the coast. They like playing those squads. They go out and win. Desmond Bain should be coming back tonight. Pretty sure he's coming back. He's cleared. Is he out or is he coming back? Let me double check that while you're talking because he was said he was questionable. 
Eagles clear. It might be questionable. Back. It might be like a conditioning thing. Yeah. If he doesn't play, it's probably because of conditioning. So yeah, okay. Well, I guess look and make sure that he is in. But he's young as hell. Like still he should be playing. Yeah, he should still be playing. We'll see. Whatever. Either way, if Desmond Bain plays, I love to play. Absolutely. If he does yeah. play, I still like it. Yeah, these two. So teams. give me Memphis. Give me Memphis, and I'll lay the points with Memphis. Yeah, I think Memphis comes in there and tries to roll. Matched up. Um, let's see here. I just had it in front of me. San Antonio and Memphis matched up on New Year's Eve uh, in Memphis, where Memphis won that game 118-105 over the Spurs. John Moran in that game, 30 points. Um for the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, Desmond Bain contributed 17, but they still have Triple J. They still have John Morant. Steven Adams has been playing really well as well uh, for this team. So um, I think this Memphis is another one. Plays tomorrow, I believe. Let me double check that. Um, Why do that? This no, is another one where I'm playing. This is another one where I'm playing John Morant because Kobe had a very big influence on John Morant. And I'm just going to blindly take John Morant's points props all the way up. We know John Morant is another one who feels like he's been snubbed from an all-star. And so we are going to make sure that he gets it. That was the work phone. See, I told you it was going to go off eventually. So, like I was saying, John Morant is another one who feels like he's snubbed for the all-star. And he's out here and he's putting on a statement mm-hmm. that, hey, yes, I missed some games. Yes, my team was 10-2, 11-2 without me. I still deserve to be an all-star conversation and not just all-star, all-pro, and not just all-pro, MVP. John Morant should be an MVP conversation. So, yes, absolutely. I think John Morant has a game. I think he goes out here. They're playing a a bad San Antonio team that's really not that good. San Antonio is going to try to defend, going to try to slow him down, and he's just going to go off. He went off last time and had an amazing game last time. And so, yes, I'm all over Ja here. He's been going on an, in a crazy, insane run. And it would not surprise me if he gets into 40 point territory tonight. Mm, okay. I don't hate that. Uh, yeah, I think that, like you mentioned, that San Antonio only beats up on bad teams, don't have great luck with, or can't get to beating great teams. Uh, I'll feel better about this if Desmond Bain is playing here tonight, but I think it's going to be the John Morant show like you just mentioned. I was just going to mention that. But, uh, yeah, probably looking at John Morant points here tonight. Um, and another player in particular we'll get to later in the games. I think that's probably going to go off tonight in Utah. Just a little tease there. But uh, John Morant currently listed uh, 29 and a half points here tonight for the Memphis Grizzlies. So uh, definitely keep that in mind. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? No, I'm good. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and uh, we'll get to the rest of this game, rest of the games on this Wednesday night schedule. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The only thing that's more exciting than watching the NFL playoffs is prop swapping the NFL playoffs. Last weekend was PropSwap's biggest week ever, as bettors from across the country cashed in on the Super Bowl futures. Like Zach from Colorado, who sold a $100, 150-to-1 Super Bowl ticket for $1,500. Zach locked in his profit when he turned his $100 bet into $1,500, and the buyer got better odds than any sports book. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll, find, you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. 
PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. Roster by to buy Better Fantasy. The fantasy season may be over, but action is still coming in on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to be on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way. It's solely free to play. You'll earn better credits and completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide in all 50 states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. And don't forget to download the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our free picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, uh, completely missed two games uh, before this Spurs and Memphis game. So I'm going to rewind here a little bit. This is what happens. We don't have breakfast. So um, let's go back here. We have the Denver Nuggets visiting the Brooklyn Nets here tonight, Terrell. Um, Both of these teams are on a back-to-back situation. The uh, Brooklyn Nets opened up as a minus one-and-a-half-point favorite. That line has now turned to the Denver Nuggets being favored by minus two points here uh, in Brooklyn uh, tonight. Total opened up 227.5, and this number has trickled all the way down to 221.5. Starting to see some 220s here. Um, Let's get to the injury report. I don't think we will have one because both of these squads played yesterday, but let me see just in case. Um, no, nothing yet. So obviously we know no Kyrie Irving in this game because it is a home game for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, so off the top here, Terrell minus two for the Denver Nuggets, uh, visiting the Brooklyn Nets. What are you thinking? If I had a game, I wouldn't bet. It'd probably be this one because... I know James Harden can go off. But what the fuck is around James Harden? Patty Mills. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, what the fuck is around James Harden right now? I'm just looking at this roster. And I'm like, God damn, these guys fucking suck. And no, they don't suck in terms of suck. But, like, compared to how ro- these rosters are normally constructed, damn, is nothing here. And, and that's so, the problem you have when you have to pay like three big players, right? Like they're max contract players, but you know after that there's going to be a significant fall off. And when you're missing two out of those three guys, that's what happens when you, that, that's the roster you get around, uh, you know, those three big guys, and it's going to be tough. So this is what I'm going to do with this game. I'm going to take the – if I had to actually make a play this game, I would take the Nuggets in the first half. That feels weirdly safe. The Nuggets are a pretty 
are a better first half team than second half team. Mm-hmm. We know that. I would not be surprised if Brooklyn came back to win this game. Okay. I would not. I would not be surprised if the whatever is around James Harden found something in them, whether it's Kessler Edwards that ZB loves so much or <laughs> Cam Thomas actually get some run and he can add scoring because that's what they're going to need. They're going to need scoring. I think this game goes over easily. Okay. I'm going to officially pick Brooklyn plus two for the podcast and for the tally site. Okay. Tally site, but yeah. I don't know what to do with this game because honestly, I don't. I think both of these teams are overrated. I think both of them are overrated. Yeah, I mean, How, look on on back to back situations here. The Denver Nuggets are one and six against the spread. The Brooklyn Nets are one five and one against the spread. Um, we know about the Brooklyn Nets, uh, how they're not great at home. I mean, five, 18 and one against the spread at home throughout. That's, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're four mm-hmm. seventeen and one as home favorites, but they're underdogs tonight in an underdog situation. They're one and one Denver Nuggets three and seven against the spread as road favorites. So there's nothing that really stands out, uh, for these teams. If I had an official play, I'd probably just take the first half over and that's it. Don't have an opinion on the side. Oh yeah. I love the first half over. Actually, no. Yeah, if I yeah, no, I will bet something on this game. I'll I will bet the first half over. I don't know what that number is, but I'll bet it. But if I had to pick a side, yeah, give me the Nets plus two. All right, and I'm taking the first half over in this game at one thirteen and a half at minus one hundred five. I don't want to talk about that game last night. All right, so anything else for this game, Terrell? Don't you think like Joker's just gonna go off again against like this lack of front court of the Denver Nuggets, and then like James Harden is. I want to see what a James Harden triple double and um, Jokic triple double comes out to here tonight. Like if you can parlay Ooh, those two, that'd be fun. We can make that. Yeah, I think our friends yeah. at Winbet help. Our friends at Winbet help us make that. All right, you you look that up at the end of the show, and then we'll, we can throw it throw it out there. Yeah, um, that'd be fun. I wonder if I can put that together. Uh, build your own bet, Winbet. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's get over to the next game here. We have the Toronto Raptors headed to Chicago to take on the Bulls. Where the Bulls have opened up as a four-point home favorite. Uh, the number is also still at minus four for the Chicago Bulls. Total opened up at 216 and a half. Uh, number is around 218 and a half now, minus sorry, 219 for the total. Let's check the injury report for both of these squads. Uh, like I said, Toronto played last night. That's what I was thinking while I was reading off those numbers because I know Toronto played tonight against the I know. Chicago yeah. Bulls. <laughs> but, I know you uh, did. <laughs> Chicago is dealing with a lot of injuries, like we mentioned. Lonzo Ball, we know he's out. Uh, AC is out with the right uh, wrist fracture. Derek Jones Jr. is also out. Um, Nikola Vucevic, probable for tonight. Zach Levine is back for the Chicago Bulls. He did play in that game against the Thunder. DeMar DeRozan is a go tonight. He had the night off against the Thunder as they gave him a night, a well-deserved night off uh, to get some rest. But uh, the Chicago Bulls hosting the Toronto Raptors here tonight, Terrell. Um, and like I said last night, the Toronto Raptors uh, starters played some significant minutes. Uh, now they're on a back-to-back situation here against the uh, Chicago Bulls. Quickly, let me just tell you the back-to-back numbers for Toronto Raptors. A little bit surprising here. They're six and one against the spread in back-to-back situations. Uh, four and three to the under. So let's start with the side here, Terrell. Uh, Chicago Bulls minus the four, hosting the Toronto Raptors. I think Zach Levine. 
and DeMar DeRozan tried to hang 30 on them each. I think they both each. try to hang 30 okay. each. Yeah, I think they both try to hang 30 each. I'm going to back the I'm going to back the Bulls here. Okay. I think this is high scoring. The Toronto Raptors have had a very very good defense, but yeah. I just think that the Stars are going to star. And this is the time for the DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine to both make cuz so look, being so close to All-Star Mm-hmm. Especially so close to the starting lineups coming out, everybody, yeah. everybody is on edge. Everybody wants to get a payday by making all star, yeah. you know, contract incentives and all that. Right. We know that this team doesn't really have a strong defensive identity without Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso. Right. So, give me the over. Okay. Because I still think the Bulls are going to score, but I think Toronto is going to be able to score the ball. Okay. However, I think this is one of the games that the Bulls are like, hey, we are one of the best teams in, in the East, and they go out here and try to show it, showcase it after getting their two main scorers back. Yes, Lonzo was a huge piece in that, but – Zach and DeMar were doing majority of the scoring. They were having games where both of them were dropping 30 a night. Yeah. yeah. And if they both drop 30 tonight against the Raptors, who have one of the worst offenses in the league because their defense is so well, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with that. Yeah, I'll take them. I'll, I will take the Bulls in this spot. Yeah, the Bulls... Um... Defensive rating drops uh, off, obviously, without guys like Lonzo Ball. Uh, this season, in 11 games without Lonzo Ball, Chicago Bulls' defensive rating is 113.1, um, and then without Alex Caruso uh, in the lineup. Let me see here. It is uh, 115.2. So I think the bigger thing for me in this game is going to be seeing who's going to be playing for the Toronto Raptors, uh, especially – because um, Scotty Barnes didn't play last night and Fred Van Lee. Maybe they held him out because they are in a back-to-back situation. But before I pick this game, I, I want to see who's going to be playing here. I do lean with the uh, Chicago Bulls as well. Do love the over um, uh, as well, especially with Zach Levine back. You know, uh, we know Levine doesn't play a lot of defense. Uh, but again, when you have scores like DeMar DeRozan and uh, Zach Levine, Vucevic has been playing really well for the Chicago Bulls as well. I don't think we've talked about that enough on the pod, but um, yeah, I think that this might be a little up and down game here. Let me see what these uh, pace is looking like for both of these teams over the last five. Chicago is number eight. Toronto is down at number 25, but I think points to are, are going to be had in this game as well. Terrell, anything else for this game? No, no, no. Okay, let's move on to the – this is the last game of the night. Uh, no, we have two games left. Sorry, we have the uh, – let's start with the Dallas Mavericks headed to Portland to take on the Blazers where the Dallas Mavericks opened up as a four-point favorite, currently still at minus four for this game. Uh, total opened up at 217, take down to 216. Check the injury report. Uh, I know Dallas did play last night, and uh, so did Portland. So no injury report. Blazers played too. Yeah. So no injury report for either uh, either squads. 
Um, Dallas Mavericks took it on the chin last night against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they lost that game 130 to 92. Uh, we talked about how great this defense has been for the Dallas Mavericks uh, over the past several weeks. But yesterday, the uh, Golden State Warriors lay a 130 piece on this defense. Uh, Clay Thompson, the minutes are starting to increase for him. You got 26 minutes, but more importantly for the Dallas Mavericks, um, we only had one starter that played 30 plus minutes, which was Jalen Brunson, who played 36. Luca, KP, uh, Maxi Kleba, and uh, Dorian Feeney Smith were uh, either around 25 to 26 minutes or less. Um, let's start with the side, or let me uh, check the Portland um, Portland side of things as well. Last night, they took a loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves last night, 109-107. Starters last night played some heavy minutes, Terrell. We have Robert Covington at 37, Yusuf Nurkic at 32, CJ McCollum played 38 minutes last night, uh, Anthony Simons 34 for the Portland Trail Blazers. So, um, and I'll rattle off quickly here the back-to-back numbers. Both teams are 4-4 and against the spread in back-to-back situations. Uh, Dallas Mavericks are 7-0-1 to the under in back-to-back situations, and the uh, Portland Trailblazers is 5-3 to the under in back-to-back situations. A uh, lot of information there, Terrell. Let's start with a side here first. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks in uh, Portland tonight favored by four points. I'm so glad that they got the ass whooped. I'm so glad they got the ass whooped and yeah, and and got 130 hung on their head, and it was just the day before because that's sitting on their mind all night. Jason Kidd got into him in the locker room, and that's sitting on their mind all night. They gave up 130, 130 points. A team that is one of the best defensive teams in the league gave up 130 points last night. They are going to change their whole mindset, and they are going to get after it on defense on the road. Defense travels. They're going to get after it on defense against the Portland Trail Blazers. Against a tired Portland Trail Blazers team. And honestly, probably CJ probably wouldn't be playing this back to back if they had a better team. Mm-hmm. He probably wouldn't be playing. He's probably forcing going out there a little bit. Dallas, I think this is a Luka game. Luka bounces back. He got some rest in that game because they were getting their ass whooped so bad. Yeah. I think this is the Luka bounce back. And he goes into Portland, leads them to a win in Portland. Porzingis, I think Porzingis, I think the Stars are going to star in this game. This is a game with a star star. I like that. This is a game with a star star. I think Porzingis and Luka have really good games in this one. I don't see anybody being able to slow Porzingis down in this game at all, mm-hmm. actually. So... Portland is bad. I'm not going to take Portland. Portland is bad. They're not good. They are s- slowly turning the corner to where they go and get into that portion of the season where they just start racking off wins and somehow end up in the playoffs. But Dallas is the better team. And I think this is a game where the better team actually wins. So give me the Mavericks. Yeah, I think the key in this game is for me is that we know the Portland Trailblazers put up a lot of three-pointers, especially with all the shooters that they have, right? From Anthony Simons, Norman Powell, C.J. McCollum. Uh, you can throw Nasir Little in there, Robert Covington, Ben McLemore. 
And the Dallas Mavericks over the last five games are number one in opponent three-point percentage at 28.2. They're only allowing 9.6 makes per game to their opponents, which is number three. So I think that's going to be the key here that I don't think the uh, Dallas or sorry, the Portland Trailblazers are going to be able to make their shots uh, against this Dallas Mavericks team. And I think that really kind of ties into what you said is that they're going to have to get back to their defensive mentality here, which has been so great over the past several weeks. And last night, giving up the 130, you knew there was a game that was going to have an offensive explosion for the Golden State Warriors. And it turned out to be last night for them. So, um, yeah, I think uh, you hit the nail on the head that Dallas kind of gets back to the roots of playing great defense here tonight. Um, so I will also take the Dallas Mavericks here. Give me the under in this game as well. Um, probably looking at Portland uh, Trailblazers team total to go under in this game as well. Um, let me see if I can find that number here real quick. Um, it's at 106 uh, for the for the Portland Trailblazers, and that's kind of telling because they only scored 107 against a Minnesota Timberwolves team uh, who defensively. Um, hasn't been that stellar either um, over the past several weeks. So uh, I think we're in agreement here about uh, the Dallas uh, minus four. And I also do like the Portland Trailblazers under team total 106 uh, for this game. Anything else for this game, Troll, before we get to the last game of the night? No, let's go. Okay. Let's get to the last game. It is the uh, rematch from the previous night. The Phoenix Suns now head to Utah to take on the Utah Jazz, where the uh, Phoenix Suns opened up as a four-and-a-half-point uh, favorite here. That number has come down to minus two for the Phoenix Suns. Total opened up at 220-and-a-half. That number has trickled up to 223-and-a-half. Starting to see some 224s. Injury report for both of these teams for the start with Utah. Pretty simple here. Both Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell are out for this game. For the Phoenix Suns, um, DeAndre Aiden out. Jay Crowder out, JaVale McGee out, um, Cameron Payne out, Dario Sarge out, which just kind of tells me um, there's a player that I think is going to drop 50 here tonight, and I think you already probably know who that is, but let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus two for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I mean, so I was fully prepared to come in here and take the Jazz again. But as I thought about it, and maybe the Jazz plus the two is actually the play. Mm. Because there's two ways that this game is going to end. Either Devin Booker goes in here. Again, another Kobe's disciple. Yep. Either Devin Booker comes in and drops 40 to 50 points. And everybody else continues scoring and they roll over the Jazz in this game. Or the Jazz make this a game. Devin Booker drops some crazy amount of points and then hits a game winner to win the game. That'd be a fun prop if we could ever find that, but I don't think that's offered anywhere. (laughs) I'm almost positive if this game is close, Devin Booker's hitting a game winner to win the game. The line is so of that. I don't think that the in the Mm, no, I think that it's a little bit of extra thought into what just happened and how Utah stayed in that game while the line dropped. If the line stayed at four and a half, I would be on Utah. But because it's at two, I'm going to flip to Phoenix. 
because yeah. I do still think Phoenix wins this game and takes the back-to-back set. Just because no Rudy Gobert. Yes, they're getting Hassan Whiteside back, it looks like, but and maybe that is maybe that's the extra piece that pushes Utah over the top, having that rim protection where it doesn't seem like Phoenix is going to have any rim protection at all. Right. You don't I think that book goes off. I'm gonna play I'm gonna play anything with some substance. Devin, I'm gonna play Devin Booker with anything of anything of substance. I'm going to play that prop for him tonight. I'm trying to find um, player performance doubles here for this game with Devin Booker. Probably not. It's the late game and it's early, so you might not be my, able to find him. One of my books is saying Devin Booker 35 plus points and the Phoenix to win around three to one. Solid. I think I kind of like that, but. Yeah, for the side here, you said you like Phoenix? Yeah. I think there might uh, be a money line yeah. play on Phoenix. I'm not comfortable with a minus two year. This might be a situation where they win by like a point. So I never I never actually lay minus two. It just doesn't feel worth it. Once we get to start, once we start getting to three, okay, and then I'll, but yeah. I never actually lay two. I always just take the money line. I'm fine paying the 20 cents, 30 cents extra, whatever I'm getting. Yeah, usually with a two, your minus two, your money line is probably around minus one thirty in the NBA. If you find a book sleeping, maybe you could find a minus one twenty, one twenty five. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's a money line play on the Phoenix Suns. Definitely love Devin Booker in this game as well. Terrell, thoughts on the total here? It's uh, it's gone up here um, since it opened at two twenty. 223 and a half now. It opened about 220 and a half. Just because all the rim protection is gone, the I would take the over. Yeah. The Jazz, I mean, the Suns lost all rim protection. Yeah. I actually don't know who's starting center for them right now. Is Actually, I don't. For the Suns? So, yeah, I don't know. It'll probably be Bismarck Biombo. Oh, yeah. I forgot they had him. Yeah, lost all run protection. Give me, give me the over. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, but yeah, it's currently saying Bismarck Beyond. But currently, I'm curious to see what his uh, game log has looked like. But I'll dig into that later. Uh, yeah, anything else for this game before we get into our picks here, Terrell? That's the last game of the night. No, no, I'm good. I think Devin Booker puts up another, at least another thirty. Oh yeah, at minimum. Uh, 30 points. I mean, he last game, uh, before we get into our picks, he had uh, 33 points, I said, on 35 shots in that game. This was on Monday. So here, let me quickly see if I can pull it up. Uh, going back to Monday. That game also did go over the total. Um, it was, well, barely over the total. 115-109 uh, for, uh, for that game. Devin Booker had 33 points on 35 shots. Um, so, again, if he was 14 of 35 from the field, 3 of 13 from three-point land. So if he gets that same amount of, value, of volume and he makes, well, let's say seven more shots and a couple more threes, he's right there for uh, to make uh, or at least get to 50 here tonight. So uh, I might buy this number up to like 40, 45 and see if I can get like a six or seven to one on that. But, yeah, that's the schedule for tonight, guys. Um, Ten-game schedule here tonight. In the NBA, let's get into our picks portion of the podcast. Uh, let's start with our locks and dogs 
for the night. Uh, you want to keep it the same mojo? You want me to go first? Yeah, why would we switch? I just no. Okay. Yeah, it's no no reason. No, we're not switching for the rest of the year. Okay. All right. So let me see here. For my lock, um, I will go with the Dallas Mavericks here tonight, minus the four against the Portland Trail Blazers. Also do like Memphis, but I'll go with Dallas here, minus the four tonight against the Blazers. Uh, I think they should bounce back here tonight, get back down to their defensive grid after giving up 130 plus. Portland, um, I think the key here tonight, like I mentioned, is going to be that the defense that the Dallas Mavericks have um, defending the three-point line where Blazers just want to jack them up uh, as much as they can. But again, over the last five games, over the last 10 games, Dallas has been one of the best three-point defending teams in the entire association. So give me the Dallas Mavericks minus the four here tonight for my dog. Um, Let's see. Let's see wasn't much i liked um god um i'll switch it up a bit here i'll take a first half money line on the cleveland cavaliers plus 130 in the first half we've we know what this team can do in the first half all season long um and the numbers and trends are backing that up. So I'm going to take Cleveland in the first half, plus 130 on the money line as my dog for this uh, Wednesday schedule. Terrell, what do you got? For my lock, do I want Orlando or do I want Charlotte? Decisions, decisions, decisions. How about how about I do this? Because I feel so confident. Ooh. I'll take Orlando as my lock. I think they beat the Clippers. What's the number? Minus one, I guess. Your limits. Is what we're going with. Uh, Just I'll... money line. I mean, okay. money line. Is it, yeah, minus one. Pick okay. them minus one. Pick them minus one. Money line play. Okay. So uh, magic money line, let's go minus 120 is what I see. Okay, that's fine. I will take Charlotte as a bonus lock. Ooh, bonus so, lock. So kind of going out of order. I will take I'll take Charlotte as a bonus lock because I think Charlotte beats the shit out the Pacers. Charlotte, let's call so, it uh, minus one and a half. You want to go money line as well? Yeah, I call it a money line play. That's okay. really close. All right, it's really see. close. Just call it a money line play. It's fine. Minus one. I mean, I I will take the spread. I will take the spread for the record. Like since we pick all the games against spread, so I'll just yeah. take the spread for the record. But everybody knows that if they're betting these games, take the money line. Okay. So we can put the spread for Orlando and Charlotte, but everybody knows when I bet these games, I'm I'm playing the money line. I just don't feel like playing with the points, okay. even though I do think that they both beat the shit out of them. Orlando less than Charlotte, but I, I might play Charlotte to like eleven plus. I think Charlotte really does run away with this game. For my dog. I really hate the Heat as favorites. I don't like the Heat as favorites. Uh, I, I, I question Brooklyn. Brooklyn really wasn't enough value, honestly. I'm all about value. So, give me the New York Knicks plus 194, round up to 200. Mm, might be 190, depends. I just It just moved to 190. I just watched it. So, plus 190. Okay. On the money line, 
against the Miami Heat. Scrappy game. I think it comes close. And maybe we get some heroics. Maybe the Heat make a mistake. Maybe the Heat fold. They are number one in the NBA right now. That could be a lot of pressure. Give me the Knicks. All right. So uh, I'll throw out a, a bonus talk, but I'll get to that after I recap our picks here. So for Terrell tonight uh, on this Wednesday night schedule, he has the magic money line minus 120 as his lock for his dog. Nick's money line plus 190, half a unit on the money line, and then also taking the points. Um, was it six? Let me see if I get the updated number here. Um, New York Nick, why? Okay, New York Knicks. Uh, let's call it six here, plus six, and also the money line as well for Terrell. And then bonus lock Charlotte Hornets money line, uh, going into Indiana tonight to take care of just call the, call the Hornets minus two, just call the Hornets minus okay, two. Hornets minus yeah. two, uh, tonight against the Indiana Pacers for my. Picks, that's going to be the Dallas Mavericks lock minus four. And the dog is going to be uh, kind of a derivative bet. I'm taking the Cavs money line in the first half plus 130 uh, hosting the Milwaukee Bucks. And I'll give out the Hawks team total over 120 and a half tonight against the Sacramento Kings. I think we both agreed that we are going to see some points being scored in that game for sure because who I think is going to be a shootout in that game. Um, were you able to pull up that um, the triple double for Harden and Joe, Joe, uh, the Joker tonight in that game between the Nuggets nah, and the Nets? No, nah, you just maybe I'll post it on. I'll probably post it on Twitter. Later okay, all right. Um, that's it for the show. Oh, uh, birthdays! You said it's uh, Isaac Okoro and Darius Garland, correct? Yeah, just play points props. Uh, right. Maybe Garland three D. But okay. nothing, nothing too serious there. All right. And the one game that you're completely staying away from advise our listeners not to, you don't want any part of that. You're not putting any money on. Uh, I don't know that triple double thing with the nuggets nets sounded kind of fun. Well, at least from a side and total perspective. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. Side and total perspective, I guess it would be the nuggets and nets. Not really yeah. too interested in that. Yeah, I agree with that as well. I think that's the one for me as well. Uh, everything else kind of do have a good feel on. Um, that's it for the show here, Terrell. 10-game uh, schedule here uh, Wednesday night in the NBA. Any final thoughts? And uh, let the people know where they can find you. At really real underscore underscore Instagram and Twitter. So let's do a parlay. I can't put it together right now. I promise if I don't fall asleep and wake up in the middle of the night trying to rush and get bets in. Let's do a Kobe Disciple parlay. Here, let me see how I can put it together for you. you Rattle it off. Take the points props for Devin Booker, John Morant, and Trey Young. John Morant. And parlay, parlay those three together. Devin Booker. Just the regular points prop. And Trey Young. So uh, John Morant over 29 and a half. Devin Booker over 28 and a half. And Trey Young over 29 and a half. 
those three picks will get you around plus 545 here tonight. Yeah, so uh, all three of them to score 30. That I sounds like it. pretty good. Yeah. That sounds pretty good individually. Yeah, that does. That sounds really and good. Then, I'm going to that. Yeah, I like all three of them to score 30. That sounds pretty yeah. doable. And then to have fun, pick all three of them to score 30 and win. That'd be cool. Mm. I okay. would take some a round robin uh, as far as you can take the points props of the this three. This guy's getting degen here. Okay, I like this. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I'm just. Oh, you're it's right. just that's just what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, it's just angles to play tonight because this is going to be the talk of every game. This is yeah. going to get Kobe's name is going to get mentioned in every single game tonight. Yeah, you're right. So, and players know what today is. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about John Morant, who was emotional, talking about how much Kobe meant to him, we know how much he meant to Devin Booker. We know how much he meant to Trey Young. We know how much he meant to a lot of young guys in the league, like a lot, a lot of guys in the league, period. Yeah, you're right. This is going, this is going to be the night where a lot of people are just going to show the fuck off. So I am talking about those three. There will probably be more that actually come up, come about. Uh-huh. And so, yes, I'm playing those guys individually. I may get fun, throw them in a parlay, may bet them props up, do a kind of stepladder uh, thing, do a kind of stepladder thing with their props. But I do like, I do really like Devin Booker, John Morant, and Trey Young tonight. Especially yeah. Trey Young if this game stays close. No, I love Devin Booker so, tonight. I really do. Uh, I'm currently seeing on FanDuel 40 plus points tonight for Devin Booker plus 750. Let me check our own reliable partners here over at WinBet if they have that type of line. Now, they usually drop it later throughout the day as far as player props, but quickly before we wrap up here. Um, no, nothing yet. But if anything posts, I'll, I'll post it out on, on Twitter uh, for this game for Devin Booker. But yeah. Anything else with uh, Terrell? No, I'm good. Let's end it. All right, man. Uh, so thank you guys so much for joining us on this Wednesday night edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. A lot of picks, a lot of uh, player props that we do like. Well, I will transition over the player props to uh, the prop cast today with myself and Scott. Um, but you probably already know what my best bet is going to be tonight for uh, the prop cast. But head over there. I'm sure Scott's going to have another rant about another team here. Uh I'm guessing it's probably going to be one of the Clippers or the Wiz- or sorry, the Wizards or the Kings here. But uh, definitely look out for that. We'll drop that later on today. Uh, with that being said, guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to head over to the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Also download the app SGPN on your App Store and Google Play Store. Um, and also leave us a rating and review um, for the uh, podcast and all across all the podcasts that are happening on our network. Uh, good luck tonight with your bets. Let's break these books off uh, and we will be back uh, or Scott and Terrell will be back tomorrow for you for the NBA gambling podcast. Till then, let it ride. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to get it. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me.